I think the next discussion in that case needs to be what channel are we putting this out on? What do we need to do post-production? Is there a way to hack it so that we are not stuck in the post space? We've podcasted a lot. You know, we help clients. We do whatever. We got to help ourselves. Like you're saying, use use cases. Just be talking up and down about how you're helping that client in particular, etc. And just be speaking across all industry leaders, sales pro, the framework, speaking truth across all fronts, no matter who it is. If it's a professional that we're going to work with, if it's just more social proof, all of that, it's all freaking necessary. When I look at some of the things I like when you did the live working with people, getting things nailed down, handling objections, whipping people into shape, talking through all these things, solving stuff. It does have the vibe of the Grant Cardone style where it's like, hey, look, Grant Cardone's focused solely on the sales, right? But you are more than that. Yes, there's a huge sales element, but you are also helping leadership there. You're helping them define their culture, unpack the culture figure out where leadership has gone right and where they have gone wrong and how to take a step back, really change who they are as leaders. And it's like people should know and see and be able to see the treatment that you've given them. And it shit's really just begun. Yeah, you started working with them at a certain point, but you had to face a lot of roadblocks from leadership themselves. That's step one. And then everything else. As far as how they view their own company, how they set it up, their own limitations, et cetera, all the way down to operations, back office, all the remote employees, people thinking that their division is superior and that they don't have to have any accountability. Every little thing, every little personality, people that think that they are also executives and don't realize their position in addition to sales, numbers, scripting, you know, growth, trying to think about the company in a positive way as something that they can be proud of, calling people out on their horse shit, all of it. And it has to do with a vision, you being able to have the ability to look at a company, simplify it, which a lot of people do not have the ability to do. It's like Einstein, okay? He would look at a physics problem or cosmology or whatever it is. In order for me to teach this to people, I have to take this concept and make it into something very simple in order to digest it, to get published, to do whatever I need to do to keep advancing these ideas in my career, etc. So it takes a very highly trained and intelligent person with vision to be able to look at a business, break it down to its most elemental level and go, this is what's up. This is the business you're really in. Here's where you're leaving money on the table. You need to listen to what I'm saying. You need to consider these details. And so you're constantly, constantly trying to fight you know, old ideas, all the bad habits that got people into where they were to begin with culturally and otherwise. And then take all of that and also provide a sales training and an openness to growth. So I, I just think it's a masterful pursuit and that it's something that definitely should be used for content purposes because you're doing it in a bubble right now. 
And I just think every opportunity should be documented, documented, documented. You know, even if it's there's bad days when you have low energy or you're fighting some kind of personal demon or you're sick or whatever it is, even those days, you still show up and do what you do. I have said this before, I believe internally, externally now, I believe that we can come up with language and assets almost like a primer to how to how to get the most out of David Wang. Okay, yes, ideally people will go, all right, I need to think for myself. Anytime I enter into any conversation during any day of the year with anybody that I come across. So people that are functioning at that level, they crave that, want that, appreciate it, and use it to within an inch of its life always. Those people exist. Um, like Jared is an example. He didn't have that sort of training but things started to fire with him where he'd listen to you and go, crap, okay, yes, yes, yes. And he's become, you know, the total disciple, partner, etc. Someone that we can do a lot of business with, okay? So there's that type of person. I don't want to call them unicorns because I don't, I don't want to make it like it's that rare. I think there are people like that that we just haven't reached. But at the same time, I do... I do believe internally and now for the marketplace as well, I put some of the onus on myself to, again, revisit how to work with David, how to get the most out of David. I'm not saying we do all the work for somebody. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, that old saying. But I do believe that we do need a a basic level of an explanation because people might use to that pedagogy, passive classroom style, you know, unless they went to Harvard or wherever where, you know, zero sum learning environment where you are taught to devour your competition and get knowledge by any means necessary, take out your competition, that kind of like aggressive style of learning. I believe people that are trained that way might have an advantage because they will just by default sort of utilize information for their own consumption like aggressively. So I wouldn't worry about someone like with that level of background, but for the average business professional, I don't think that they know what they don't know. I think that they like I said, used to very passive pedagogy. Like I'm going to sit here in this classroom. I'm going to take some notes. Maybe if called upon, I will try to glean some insight or say something mildly intelligent so that I sound like I'm part of this. I don't see by default in a room of 20, even 100 people like we have had here at AMP. I have yet to see somebody just really step up and grab things. And usually the type of people that you will see that are more the go-getter, they're only talking about themselves. So I think there's a lot of opportunity missed there. And so I personally taking that on just to look at it in a different way, break it down even further and go, yeah, I do think the onus is on me, Sydney, to come up with a path to entry. And yes, we will still weed out weaklings. We will still weed out people that don't want to do because there's a lot of that going around. But I think if we give people a chance to, to go, okay, yes, this is different, then I think we have a little bit of a, it just like greases the wheels a little bit more. If people learn how to, I mean, not to come back to the framework, but it is, it is an essential part 
of how I arrived at this and how other professionals can also arrive at their own conclusion that if you do that work of knowing yourself, knowing uh, where your integrity, the edges of your integrity professionally and otherwise, your own value system and what your goals are and who you really are at your core, self-knowledge, it doesn't matter what you happen to be selling this year or this decade. If you already have that sense of yourself, you can bring that level of professionalism and pride to who you are, what you say every day, how you conduct yourself, and always be in that position of just living your life in that leveled up mind, frame of mind, and being ready and putting yourself in a position to be ready for success, no matter if you're selling balloons at a fair or you're selling credit repair services. It doesn't matter. You already have to be there in your mind and conduct yourself this way as a professional. You owe it to yourself. Otherwise, what are you doing? Why are you even in business? What are you trying to do out there in the world? Who are you trying to be? If you don't know who you are, you're not going to make it. So why bother? You know, it is it is up to you to get there. And if you don't have the tools to do it or you don't know who you are, you better seek a help like a David Wayne or the Ultimate Growth Framework or Sydney Washington or Zach. People like that who can get you at least right on the path of where you need to be seeking the next thing, the next help, the next book to read, the next conversation to have, the right clients to talk to, etc. It's all related. So show up or give up and stop adding noise to the conversation. You've been listening to the Social Strength Founders Podcast by Sydney Washington as she breaks down her assessment of our company, our performance, and next steps. If you are interested in learning how Sydney and her company can help you take your business or personal performance to the next level, make sure you reach out in the comments area or connect with us on Facebook.